0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 10 of the Last One Fast One podcast. We got a great guest tonight. We're, uh, we're moving it back to Nebraska here. He's from Omaha. Um, Rush Clark, he's a Nebraska state record holder in the 100 fly and uh, recently announced he's transferring to um, Ohio State University to continue his swim career. Um, he's accomplished a lot in the swimming world and uh, we're honored to have him on the podcast. Thanks for joining us, Rush.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you for having me
0: yeah so
2: uh oh you go for it
0: uh yeah um so how'd you get started into swimming just take us back to um, okay yeah
1: let's see when i was five we started doing lessons with my sister at the y i grew up as a y kid uh most people do but um you know towards being i guess eight and stuff like that um i started getting to like a little more serious like why like you know how like they do practices and stuff like that and then when I was 10, I kind of joined like the rec league in the summer. Um, and then we went to Regionals, which was in Minnesota, as you know, and it was pretty, you know, I didn't realize it was like fast competition. I thought it was just more for kids, you know, having fun, stuff like that. But um, you know, like I only really swam when I was younger. It's because my mom promised me that we would get out back after each practice and stuff like that. Nice. So that was kind of like, you know the incentive to swim at the time. But, you know, I started getting better and I started liking it more. And, you know, after I was 12, 13, I moved to goal, um, with one of the groups and that's when it kind of took off from there.
0: Yeah. I and did, it. um, you have a family of swimmers Did any of your parents swim or is it just brand? No, new have-
1: I mean, the only one I would say what swam per se was my, my, uh, grandpa on my dad's side mm-hmm. who, used to love swimming at like the Iowa pool and stuff like that. He took my father there a lot just to, you know, have fun, stuff like that. He used to do at water parks. He used to swim in like the wave pool just to get a workout in. So I thought that was unique.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that that's pretty rare, it seems, in the swimming world. For people that are um, at the elite level, it seems a lot of them like, you know, their parents swim or they come oh, from a yeah. family. Swimmer, I don't have so. the
1: background. I don't have the background, which I think is a little more special because like, my parents who weren't college athletes, you know, high school, and that was pretty much it. You know, basically made two division one good swimmers. So it's like right kind of start out from scratch, but
0: yeah, that's awesome. That's been, awesome. You know, and uh you have a sister, right?
1: Yep. She Jen, just finished her freshman year at West Point.
0: West Point, gotcha. Yeah, Luke's looking into the academies here. He's Luke, where are you trying to go again?
2: Uh, I think Naval Academy is the goal.
1: You had to do it, didn't you? <laughs> you had yeah. to do that guy, didn't you? <laughs> hey,
2: hey, no hard feelings. All right, uh, yeah, back to you. When did you realize you could swim in college?
1: Probably freshman year. Um, I had a breakout year this summer going into freshman year when I kind of dropped a good amount, got my first sectionals cut. And then it w- my first sectional cut was actually in the 100 backstroke. And it was actually like like 103, 102, something like that. And I thought, okay, you know, maybe a backstroke in a high school. And then I had the bonus time and I dropped almost a one double O at uh, the sectional meet. I'm like, okay, maybe I can work more towards fly. And then I hit like one double O one at D ones. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll work a little more fly. And then it started happening towards high school where I hit like 54 back 53 at the first meet. I'm like, okay, maybe I can make the A final at state for each one and then go on to Minnesota meet where we our travel meet for prep. And basically I hit like a 52 mid and I was like, okay, maybe I can go like top three, top four. Cause I remember there was a kid from Southwest, Nolan Reed that senior year Mm who's pretty good Yeah. um, besides Colin Fave. But uh, I was like, okay, maybe I can, you know, race with those guys. Then I go metros um, or conference me in Omaha. I hit 51. I'm like, all right. All right. Like maybe, maybe if I drop a little more, I can beat them. Unfortunately I didn't. Cause you know, like I had this thing in my head. I'm like, let's be someone who wins all four years, you know, like that's mm-hmm. pretty rare. That's pretty rare to have, you know, but obviously that didn't happen, but getting third at state's not something to diss about, you know, right. 51, like seven, something like that. And then uh sixth place in the 2am, which was more than I expected going in. Right. But so you're talking, after,
0: a, you're talking ahead, about sorry, your what? fresh, no, you're good. So you're talking about your freshman year right now. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. And then, then sectionals hit, and I even dropped through more around 51-0. Mm-hmm. And like countered back, like, 52 low stuff like that. And I was like, right. okay, I want to go, you know, I want to go swimming college. I want to go somewhere. And I think the first school that I really was interested in was Louisville because mm-hmm. of how much butterfly excellence they had, especially now considering they had Kelsey Whirl, you know, Nicholas Abiero, stuff like that. Right. But they had a great, you know, tradition of butterflyers. And I was like, you know what? let's put our goals to making, you know, the team on that, you know, in the few, next couple of years. Gotcha. But,
0: so was D1 uh, always the goal for you?
1: After freshman year, yeah. I think I didn't know if I wanted to keep – I didn't know if I wanted to swim in college or what division, whatever, during my freshman year. But after that, I was like, okay, you know, at the time when college swimming I was ranked like top 200, I'm like, okay, that's going to definitely help me propel to a lot of these colleges being interested in me. So I was like, you know, let's just let's not like put pressure, but like that's our goal right now. Let's let's get as much interest as we can. Gotcha. So did you ever? So you're a Hawkeye fan, right? Oh, always. Even though I'm even though I'm going to Ohio State, not always. Oh,
0: let's go. Are you are you gonna rep the like fifty five twenty four? Are you gonna throw that in their face, or are you gonna kind of throw that under the rug and let it rest a little bit? Oh, uh, <laughs>
1: my my thing was more so I was gonna. I was going to rep the 56 14 against Nebraska.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's good. And,
1: and like, like, like they're not playing this year, but like next year, Nebraska comes to OSU. And like, whatever the score is, I know OSU will win. Like, hopefully it's a blowout. So I can be like, hey, Nebraska fans, 60 and nothing. How do you feel right now? Stuff like that. But
0: there we go. There we go. (laughs) I think
1: I'm going to try and make a shirt where it's like half Iowa, half OSU, because Iowa comes to Columbus this fall. Okay, cool. I got I got to cheer a little bit for them, you know, for sure. For Even sure. though I might get like throwing trash at and stuff. Right. <laughs> <hair>. <laughs> People
0: so. are gonna be confused. Like this guy likes Iowa, Ohio State and Iowa. But okay, here's the thing: nice. I can
1: I feel like I can rep them more because they don't have a males team, a male swim team now. You know, that's true. So that's there's true. no like bat. There's no there's no diss. You know, I'm not playing football or anything. So
0: right. So what was your um? Did you ever want to swim in Iowa or were yeah,
1: they just, yeah I, uh after my swim camp, it might have been with you. Yes, with you. I
0: was there at that swim camp. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: that was like that was good. Those were the those are good memories. A lot better. Like I went to a few other camps, like Missouri and Wyoming, mm-hmm. Iowa. Always put through, especially the uh, cafeteria and stuff. Oh yeah. I, the coolest thing was the uh, the Hawkeye uh, symbol in the waffles. Oh I, yeah, that let's was the go. The coolest thing. The let's coolest go. thing. Yeah, but, that was, that was dope. Like I. I thought I did you know, I enjoyed it a lot at the camp and stuff like that. But I remember at the time the recruiter, Rich, came up to me and was like, hey, watch out for us emailing you. You know, we're interested in interested in your swimming, your ability, stuff like that. Because that camp, um, that was going into my junior year. And that's when I just hit my JNATS cut at D1s. And I was like, okay, like you recruited Jackson Allman, good friend. Like there's a good program. Like – maybe I'll, you know, I was like, I was really invested into going there
2: mm-hmm. because
1: I didn't think I was going to get a whole lot faster. Right. And it wasn't anything against Iowa. It's just like when you get the opportunities from these top five, top 10 schools, yeah. that you, it's kind of like, For sure. You see the results more than university of Iowa. And it's like, okay, like I'll be more far, you know, farther away from home, but like, will my career be better off, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. And it's, at the end of the day, it's probably a really good thing you didn't pick Iowa cuz oh, yeah, they don't have a swim team anymore. So, women swimming yeah, they have, I, but not not men's. Yeah.
1: I hope they bring back their men's team with their uh the coach they have right now. He's a good guy, so it's like
0: Is he? I don't know yeah, much about the coach was, now.
1: He kind of knows like he kind of knows the ins and outs because he was the head club coach for Iowa Flyers. Okay. So he sent multiple swimmers to that team and he kind of knows the background. And it's kind of like and like he knows, he works. He worked with Mark Long and stuff like that. And it's kind of like, okay, like I know how to rebuild this. And like they they did pretty good at the conference, considering they had like five, six swimmers and like four divers. Yeah. Like, like I mean, they're bringing good recruits now, so it's like they should be back, you know, within the mix in a couple of years. Yeah,
0: that'd be cool. What What's uh, one more question? Then we'll get back to back to you. What's a uh, Mark Long up to these days? Do you know?
1: No, all I remember is. All I remember is he was just pissed that like Iowa was canceling their program, even though he's been here for 15 years. And it's like, I'm trying to remember, I think he left the year before they canceled the program. Like when they, when they announced it, he was like, I'm done. Like, I know you guys aren't going to bring it back.
0: Mm-hmm. and
1: There was some controversy because when the team got cut, they gave uh, the assistant coaches on the football teams uh, right. Bonuses, bonuses, right? Yeah, and the money, and the money was similar to how much they were paying the uh, Iowa swim coaches. Yeah, that That's was crazy. That was a, a bad incident.
0: Yeah, that was too bad. So, so let's go back, back to you here. So, you finish up your freshman year. Um, going into freshman year, did you have big expectations, or were you just kind of? There to be there at state, making a final. Or were you like kind of going to win that freshman year? What was the goal mindset there?
1: Um, sorry, give me one second. No, you're good. Popped up. No, I would let's see. Sorry about that. Um, no. Uh, I mean, going into freshman year, I kind of knew I was going to be like just based on how I swam the long course season. I kind of knew if I took the same approach with Tom and stuff that I kind of mm. knew that I was going to go. Like, I think I was hoping maybe 53, but then I hit that the first meet I'm like, okay, where do I go from here. Right. Um, and then the expectations kind of rose up to when it right before state, I kind of was like, okay, I want to win state and hunter fly. Mm-hmm. But I feel like going from my best time was 57 going into short course to a 51 at metros. It's kind of like, at, you know how, like, you know, high school swimmers drop so much time. I kind of yeah. hit my peak point when I hit right. at right. Metro's because at that point, it's like drop six seconds. Like How much more am I going to have to drop with two weeks more of taper? You know, I mean, I didn't have a lot of muscle on me. So it's like I didn't I probably didn't need as much taper and stuff like that. So, I mean, I was happy to win state in the medley relay on the relay with, the, you know, three seniors and stuff. That was right. That was pretty cool. I mean, being a state champion all four years is like, you know, a good experience and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, expectations were towards the end, but it was more just getting used to the kind of like the culture change and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, for sure. So moving into that um, sophomore year, um, you get you get second in the 100 fly and you get sixth in the 2-I-M. Um, talk a little bit about that second place finish. In the, in the hundred fly. Was it, were you gunning for first or did you know that, that Colin was in there? It was going to be tough.
1: So I was, I was dealing. So I, after metros, I caught mono mm-hmm. and I kind of was out for the next couple of days and I didn't swim at all. Lost about 10 pounds, right. Within that week span. And I tried to get back on the horse and go faster. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's weird. Like I went 50.9 at JNAS time trial
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then you know, turn around state. I go best time at that point. It was not so much. I was upset. I was like, okay, like I dropped time. It sucked. I didn't win state because I wanted to be calling so badly because we always had like this battle in practice, but like, you know, I'm coughing, you know, I can't, you know, I can't breathe. The chlorine's making it worse. It's like, it's like, I'm just trying to push through this and to go best time still, like, especially, especially at two, I am considering, You know, when you get sick and stuff, 200s usually hit, like, the worst. Like, usually you go out strong and then you die towards the end. I think I hit a a PB by a second. I think I got the futures cut. So, I was like, okay, you know, it could be a lot worse. We'll take away what the positives were, you know. Got on the four free relay to one state, you know, still a state champion, stuff like that. So, it could have been a lot worse, you know. Right, right. But other than that, no.
0: Yeah, for sure. So let's talk a little bit about this Iowa fly speedo Midwest challenge. Because we I me and Luke both were doing some research on the swim cloud and and the graph just goes from yeah. here
2: just, <laughs> just straight
0: up. What you know, what happened from um let's see, March or February to what when was that meet
2: October or something? Yeah, that summer training somewhere in there, you
1: just It wasn't even my summer training because, like, I hit best times in summer. Mm -hmm. I remember I hit it. So I went, see, we went to sectionals. There there was a me in Iowa that I raced Redmond Baylog a good amount of times and I beat him a few times. And I was like, all right, like, you know, it started off a good summer. I was like 57 mid, 210, two fly, stuff like that. And then Capital City Classics, similar times. And then sectionals hits and I tie for eighth in the Hunter Fly go 57 like one i'm like okay get the short course jane's cut you know we'll be able to do that and then i race him a zoo guy and i go 56 9 i'm like oh like you know 56 you know that's a good accomplishment going into junior year and unfortunately i missed the Janets cut by 0.2 and it's like it sucked a little bit but i'm like okay you know what, i'm gonna go futures i'm gonna go goal but you know i go 56 7 i i got second by like 0.0 something mm-hmm. i forgot who the guy was but Got second, you know. Cool to get a medal on the podium, stuff. You know, two fly and hundred back weren't the greatest, but they were something to work off of. And then I took some time off. I was weighing in about one sixty five or so, mm-hmm. and within the month of August to the start of October, and the meet was at the end of October. I like, I like trained so much. Like, I put a lot more work into my dieting, my you know stuff like that, my sleep habits. You know, actually putting like school ahead of anything else. Like, I wasn't just, you know, I wasn't being lazy. I was always having priorities and you know intact. And there were practices where I finally realized, like, okay, I'm a lot better than what I've been producing the last year, year and a half. Like, we did 21s on like the 145 uh, goal. We did that a good amount of times where it's like best average, and I was holding like 54s. And I'm like, okay. Like, you know, like my aerobic shape is there. And then we would go fast stuff at a pool called Montclair. And I went like 25.0, you know, back half speed, 100 free, which converts like 22.6. And I remember, I remember Tom came up to me. He was like, you know, I told the group right before you did your second one. I'm like, what? No one's ever gone a 24.9 in this pool before. Now, I think he's like, I I told the group, I think you're about to go 24.8. Because you're trying to prove a point, point. and I actually went 24 seven, which was like 22 four or something like that. Uh-huh. So it's kind of leading up, and then most, and in, uh, in the weight room, I put on about 15 pounds because I started to realize how much you know weight training actually helps in the pool. Uh-huh. So from that, from turf, two, two months, I went from 165 to 180, so that helped a lot. Uh-huh. And then it does help to go best times in practice. Like I had a 48 mid 100 free best time and then i go 47.5 at the end of practice and i'm like okay and then the speedo meat comes and i'm like okay how fast you know i'm thinking like 150 to fly 149 because i was pacing like 149 practice and i hit 149 in the prelims and i'm like oh that was easy like like i, I gotta go faster than that i just missed the uh the meat record and in the finals i went 147 i'm like all right, there's gonna be you know teams that are gonna be looking into me now, like stuff like that, and the meet kind of just rolled through, where it got to the hunter fly, which it, I wasn't too happy with because like 48 nine is pretty good, but it's like I got 147. I probably should have been like 47, 48 low. So overall, the meet you know went really well for me, and after that meet, I was able to send out my times to the, like these bigger top five, top ten schools.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure. So, yeah, going into, like, <clears throat> taking that transition into, like, junior year, you hit, like, juniors and you get an A cut. Like, take us through all of that summer jazz for how meets go.
1: Um, let's see. So, after the Speedo meet, we yep. had the MAC meet, which I, I didn't, like, rest or I didn't suit up or anything. You know, I just kind of swam through it. Um, and then high school training start, you know, we always have, you know, the eyes on prize of winning in our team title and stuff like that. And you know, we I go juniors, I go with a couple of teammates and I start off the meet pretty well, drop three seconds in the IM. And I'm like, okay, like we can we can build off of this. And then um in the hundred fly, it's like eight four in the prelims was like, okay, unofficially I broke the, the uh the state record. And I get a couple of texts saying like, hey, you know, like unofficially, but like congrats, like you know, you can do that state. And then in finals, I put together a little more on the back half and it goes 7-9. And I'm like, all right, like like this state record, it's going to be mine, you know, come a couple months. And then two fly hits and I'm like, I want to make a final. I got to make a final. So I make it and like I was out. Oh, my splits were so bad in free-limbs. It was like nine seven, nine six, And I was back like 7 oh. I just went for it. I was racing a couple of Texas commits. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to show him a guy from Nebraska. <laughs> and I did, I won the heat, but it so painful. <laughs> get to finals. You know, I'm a little nervous. Cause I see on swim, swim, Luca Orlando scraps two back to focus on two flight. I'm like, Oh, if he, if he goes 45, six and hundred, he's going to go something dirty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the jitters get to me. And by that point, I kind of hit a brick wall on swim, like my taper. Cause I only rested a few days. Um, but it was a good experience because it's like looking back on it, all those guys were power five commits or mm. like our Harvard commit or whatever, like top schools. Yeah. So it's like racing the elite of the elite. And it's funny on YouTube. I'm the picture of the two fly. The thumbnail. Oh which, yeah. yeah we're which just like a hundred thousand views. I'm like, no big deal. You know, I have the, <laughs> the, I have the picture of the, uh, the top, <laughs> like Jay Nats video, but, um, it was, a, it was a good experience, um, but, you know, I kind of used that momentum towards the rest of the high school season, and by that point, the con- I didn't need any more confidence. Like, the confidence boost was the speed of me, and it was kind of mm-hmm. like I was just, you know, gliding through the rest of the season, you know, putting the hard work in, you know, you know doing well in the weight room, stuff like that. It kind of was just, you know – it was just it was easy it wasn't forced or anything like that and that's what kind of led me into a good metros and state
0: yeah yes. for sure what is it um what's it like from like a year ago from um that that speedo juniors like you're pretty under the radar and then you come to speedo juniors and you're on the thumbnail and you're racing national age group record holder luca yeah. orlando in the same heat did that ever hit you like dang, like this is going on? Or is it just kind of this day by day, you just got better and you didn't really realize it.
1: It kind of hit me because it's also like, I watched the video. I'm like, man, that man kicked my butt. (laughs) Like that's going to be a guy I have to race in college. So I have to get used to trying to be at his level Mm -hmm. to beat him. Like, you know, first I have to work on getting to the, you know, how fast he is. And then I have to figure out what's he doing more, like a little better than what I'm doing and what kind of training he does compare to what I do or what, you know, stuff like that. But I think it, it hit me when certain schools I reached out to at the beginning of junior year didn't reach back, but then I go to these meets and I get all these responses saying, Hey, how are you doing? Like, we love to talk. And I'm like, you didn't want me now, but now since I'm <laughs> classed, you want me. So I kind of was like, you know, the schools I reached out to, I'm going to stick to them. And you know, the ones that actually responded, mm. not the ones, you know, cause like you don't want me at my best, but you you know stuff sure. like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Very you got
1: you, know, you have to have trust in the coaches, and so that's why I kind of cut a few schools out that were just like, "Hey, we saw your times," and I'm like, "You didn't want to talk to me because I wasn't fast. You told me I wasn't fast enough. Now it's like you really want me, like right, for sure." So yeah.
0: so head up. Yeah, go ahead, Luke. Go ahead, Luke.
1: Oh yeah. So I was just gonna say, like,
2: take us through junior year, high school, state uh Metros, just everything that led up to that state record junior year.
1: Um, so we hit. Let's see, we hit metros. Um, I only swim relays for you know. Tom asked me a couple days, before, like a week before, and he's like, "Would you mind swimming relays just so we can get more entries in?" Because Tom always has you know a goal of everyone swims at metros no matter what. Even if you she knows you won't make state, you got to get it. You know, a taper meet in because. What's the point of three months of just straight hard work for nothing, you know? Um, So I did three – I did all three relays, and it was funny because one of my coach, one of the – what was it? Miller West coaches came up and was like, hey, why is Rush uh, not swimming? Because I was just standing there cheering on my teammates, and uh, he was like, oh, he's just swimming relays and stuff, you know? And she's like, oh, Really? There was a rumor that he, you know, he tested positive for steroids and that he was uh, banned by uh, the Nebraska Swimming. I'm like, because because a lot of people thought I took steroids because I put on so much muscle mass. Mm-hmm. Yep. And to this day, I still get asked, hey, did you take, you know, you can be awesome. I'm like, no, I just realized how much work it takes, you know, to get to a certain level. Right. Like I kind of put the pieces together. So we do metros, finals. They're pretty good splits, you know, PBs and stuff like that um kind of easy leading going into state and then i kind of talked to tom tom wasn't the biggest fan of it but my aerobic capacity was so intact that i was like tom i can do 100 fly 100 free and i'll go best times and i'll win state like you got to trust me on that and i had you know i had certain goals and stuff like that and just i think doing prelims and being able to hit a state record and like dropping it by a second was mm-hmm. like was like mind blowing because I was like I have to be the first person to go out 21 ever, you know, in, in the first 50. And you know, doing that, and I was like, okay, I can't stay on it too much, you know, like get too much in it because I swim 100 free in like four minutes. <laughs> and four minutes and 13 seconds later, I'm like, oh okay, I gotta swim. And I threw it and that that was pretty painful. But I was like second going into finals, which I was like, okay, like, you know, like I know what to do now. I'll have more time and then turn around go point you know one faster you know i was i wanted to go a little faster because i thought i had a little more back half speed but uh-huh. you know how it is state prelim state finals you little you have a little more juice in the system on prelims than finals just because of how long the meet is i mean it's like two and a half three hours you know in prelims just because it's just the guys and that's pretty long as a whole but finals it's like five hours five six hours and you have a you know, a compression suit on you for that long. And a lot of times, you know, your legs just go numb after a while, but go, you know, best time. And then I like, I cut myself in my hand. So they gave me a little extra time because they had to wrap that up and stuff. Um, I get ready, you know, they get like 15 minutes and I'm like, okay, I'm a little exhausted, but I know I can win this. And so I kind of just, I kind of cruised a little bit, the first 50, just to see what the, field was looking like and I turned first and I'm like okay I got this and so I kind of almost like it was within a second I think splits and you know going 45-3 after last season going 48 was like a t- you know it was a good point was a good, it was, a good it was a good spot and then being able to swim on the two free and then four free winning the state title and four free at the end was pretty good just to help cap off you know I think 13 it was help. It was it was nice to like see Ross Pantano, you know, go out with a bang on the anchor. So for sure, it was a good it was a good junior season.
0: Gotcha. So at what point did you uh, commit to
1: uh, Florida State? Uh, at the end of April, I took I took a trip to NC State in January. That was my mm-hmm. first one, and then I went to IU like mid April, beginning of April, and then I went to FSU at the end of April. And I came back and I committed, like, the day after, I think that Monday. And I was like, okay, I know what I want to do. Like, I see the progression on this team. I want to help them get to a certain level. So that was kind of like end of April, beginning of May. Um, it was nice to know where you were going just because so many people in high school are panicking on where to go and stuff like that. It's like, I only do one application. You know, I mm-hmm. know where I'm going, stuff like that. And, like, it was e- it was easy just to – not worry about that senior year just focus on swimming and stuff like that
0: gotcha so you took uh, three three visits is that right
1: yeah and it's funny my fourth visit was a week later to osu really yeah and like the same guy recruited me and the head coach came out to watch one of my practices Mm -hmm. so like they were a lot really invested into it and at the time, I was like, you know, it, it sucks. I'm saying no to a visit, but like they, sh- you know, they're gonna understand. They always get told no, you know, or yes or no stuff like that. But it's 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 ironic that I go back to the team that you know was really invested into me. But gotcha. What stood out to,
0: um, what stood out about Florida State at the time that made was, you want to commit?
1: It was kind of like the progression their men's team had at the each NC's. Mm -hmm. um one of the assistant coaches who's now at louisville had a post where it was like they started out 30th something like that they got down to 26 21st and then they hit 14th -hmm. so they're making these big jumps and it's only a few years into the head coach's you know career there and it's like okay i see how many good recruits are coming in i see they're taking recruits from like nc state let's like let's let's start off the recruiting class well let's like let's you know You know they're talking about how they're gonna build the class around me you know have my input stuff like that i'm like okay um let's 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 do it you know let's let's give this you know a go like i want to be part of the group that makes this team a top five team
2: gotcha so uh taking us back to like summer 2019 so junior summer uh how is training going speedo juniors and like just barely missing a trials cut just take us through that whole.
1: I kind of – I kept the, the same mindset I had in uh, – bless you. Um, this uh, same, like, mindset I had going into, like, the sort of, like, the beginning of junior year to the end of junior year season. I was like, if I had the same mindset, I definitely can go similar times converted. And I want to see how fast I could go just to see if I could make nationals and then, you know, fight for, like, a junior world's team. Because I see the times that, like – the last junior worlds were put up and it was like 53 high. And I'm like, okay, my conversion is 53, seven. Like if I can go that, then like, there's gotta be, you know, a chance, but you know, I, I dropped a good amount of time at the first Iowa meet. It's funny. Both like meets I dropped a lot of were in Iowa. So (laughs) Um, I dropped a good amount in Des Moines, you know, hit really good PB, stuff like that. I'm like, okay, sectionals will be better. Um, Dropped a little bit more. I wanted to get the nationals cut so i could go national and face like even higher but i missed that by 0.3 and then i go to juniors and i missed that by 0.3 because i dropped a little more but overall i think it was a good experience just because again being in the a final racing guys who are going to louisville stanford nc state and i'm like okay if a FSU commit can, can be in the mix, then there can be more of me that, you know, they see the progression, stuff like that. And they see what the coaches are building around, um, stuff like that. But, you know, it sucked because, you know, point two off, or point three off the trials, kind of, it's like, this is why I wanted, you know, to do it in the home pool. But, you know, it was, it was a learning experience and I had to take the best out of it and had to regroup, you know, going into senior season. But, Overall, it wasn't, it was a pretty good summer. It wasn't, it wasn't like I couldn't back it up, you know, like it wasn't like I went like 56 again or something like that. I couldn't translate it. I kind of like, you know, it was, it was, it was pretty good overall. I gotcha. gotcha.
0: Yeah. Now, now fast forward through, um, kind of 20 all the way to 2020 state. So, uh, senior year, senior year state. Take us, take us through that, mate.
1: Um, I would s- it was, it, it was a little bit of up and down because I I, w- I was going I was doing well. I I dropped me at the speedo challenge again in like the two didn't do as well in the hundreds, but realizing it was kind of like a drop taper to where fatigue started hitting in because I'm you know training my butt off, stuff like that. Talk to Tom, you know, we get a good standing of where we want to be and stuff like that. And then Tour during the MAC meet, I didn't swim it because I was just training, and um, I had something come up to where I needed surgery, and I had to take a week off to where, and the doctor told me I had to take a couple weeks off for it. But um, I took a week off, you know, the guy checked out, blah blah blah, got back in, swam times at the Burke Invite, the first meet for us, and they were pretty good considering I just took a week off of swimming, doing nothing. So it's kind of like June natural June nationals wasn't the greatest, but it was still a learning experience. Then I get sick for at least a week or two, you know, going to the doctor multiple times just to see. Um, to just because I'm a little more sensitive to um the winters and then being in pools that have you know high chlorine levels and stuff like that. Um that's why I also kind of chose FSU because like I'm like outdoors, like it's it's going to be fresh air all the time. Like it won't hurt me. You know, I won't have to deal with the, the winters and stuff like that. And so get the state, you know, high expectations. Like you always, you know, always have to have high expectations in your meet. You know, I still dropped time in three races in the prelims and I was like, okay, I kind of reached the, like the, the tipping point of how fast I can be in high school, Mm
0: -hmm. which
1: was a good feeling just because the hundred fly time was a national cut. And I was like, okay, First national cut. I know it's not a trials cut, but it'll get me to go to nationals the next couple of years or at least next year or, you know, whatever in the future, but, you know, going certain times like the backstroke and stuff like that. Um, it was pretty good. You know, also breaking the, the Nebraska state record for most consecutive titles was just, it was something that I think the whole team knew about. Uh-huh. That's why we kind of battled with West sides, but we kind of knew at the end, we're like, okay, we're gonna lean. They're gonna lean more on us for the veterans to step up, and that's what we kind of did. And we kind of tipped it off with the four free rec, the four free relay, which was a lot faster than I expected. Which it was a good way to end high school career. Sure, for sure. Um, taking
2: us like <clears throat> so, twenty twenty, like COVID starts to roll around. So like, how does training go over that summer and transition that into their freshman year of
1: college at FSU? So when COVID hit, obviously they shut down everything and stuff like that. And like, I was, I was lucky enough that I forgot what pool was called, but there was a pool in Omaha that was, that opened up within a week and let swimmers in and it was nice. Oh, it was dive ventures. That's what it was. And they had three lanes or so. It was very warm, but it was still a pool. And I remember one of my sister's friends kind of got us in there And slowly goal started going there and stuff, but we, like, we didn't have enough tough time getting back in shape because we were able to train there Uh every other day or whatever or something like that. And so it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It's just that we had to wait a long time for goal. Um, I had to train with my strength coaches, one of his friends because prep wasn't allowing us to intermingle or whatever talk, like see him in Percy, you know um, coaches in person. And he was, you know, working as a, um, a gym teacher and stuff like that there. So, technically, I wasn't allowed there because I would get – they would basically get the, you know, the coach or teacher fired. So, I was like, you know what? I won't do that. I still need to train, stuff like that. I need – I to get ready for FSU if it happens. Um, so, I go somewhere else, you know, kind of focused for a long time on weight training, kind of got my P- PRs up there. Like, I was really into it for a while. And then yeah, training started it. to happen again, you know, get back into it. Summer went pretty well just for being ready for FSU. And then um, going into FSU, it was just kind of like – it w- It wasn't hard or – it wasn't easy, but it wasn't hard compared mm-hmm. to others, I think. I think doing a meet at Midland and going – I think 100 fly wasn't that great, but it was near best time in the 53. So I was like, okay. Like I hit best time in practice. We sued it up a couple times at um, – Forgot got the pool, but we stood up a couple of times, you know, hit PRs and then also hit near PRs on like a two fly. Excuse me. And then, you know, I was like, okay, it's a good way to end, you know, take the best out of a crappy situation. And it was kind of easy just to go in FSU. Um, I kind of had high expectations just being kind of like the number one, like the top American recruit, because a lot of times, International swimmers don't really, sometimes don't they don't convert over to yards. They'll have right. really good long course times, short course times. But as an American, you see what you get. You know, you know how fast they are truly. So it was kind of, it wasn't. There was no pressure, but it was like I know what I need to do. I know what I need to help with the team and stuff like that.
2: I got you. So uh, like, take us through. Uh, so you get to FSU. How's the training schedule looking like? Since uh you know COVID and all, and how is it different from like your training at goal and over the summers?
1: I would say the biggest one was yardage. Okay. I think the difference is like Tom's getting us ready for like a few races here and there, right? Mm-hmm. When you know college coaches are trying to get us to swim like eighteen races within a like three day week, you know, like if you go to NCs and you make prelims, finals, and then you know. At the time at the time or let's see what's the yeah uh, before they started this where it was only time finals for relays they used to have prelims finals for every relay mm-hmm. free so essential essentially if you did the prelims finals for all of them that's eight races plus another six for 14 races in three days that's mm-hmm. i get it it's like you know sectionals and d1s at it but like your body you know you're at a younger age where your body can just you know throw off that race you know and college you get to, you know, your body gets and starts to wear down. And it's like the training has to be a little different to where you're able to go from the first race of prelims relay to the last race of the four free relay and be able to, you know, step up for the team. Because at that, po- at that point, especially relays I've noticed in college are all about the team. You can't, if you have a great split, that's great. But as long as your team wins, that's all that matters. And when we started doing practices like, our team had a rough time just because COVID cases were a lot higher in Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, We got, let's see, we, we had to go through a lot of testing and stuff. I was like one of the first to get done. And I go to a practice. And then that night we get, we get told we're COVID traced. So we're out for two weeks. The day before our training is supposed to start in mid September, we get a text from our head coach saying, Hey, the AD has to shut us down for two weeks. So I'm like, all right. So I've been training, you know, the last month at a pool by myself, like the old FSU pool, uh, which is pretty nice, but it's like sometimes you get bored of getting up at six o'clock in the morning, just training by yourself. But after that, we kind of go back where, you know, there's two people per lane, stuff like that. They have to, you know, check your temperature, stuff like that. Um, It sucked because like you couldn't experience the college, like lifestyle of a student athlete, like, it was easier in the sense that all the classes were online, but like you didn't get to go out with your friends and enjoy yourself on the weekend. After a hard week of training, you had to stay in your dorms and you had to um, basically just watch a movie or play 2k. That's pretty much what my room did for like two few months. Um, but let's see towards, let's see towards our first meet or so um, we were pretty in shape. I would say we, you know, we were ready to go. I would say, my body wasn't used to it, so I was able to go fast in the sprint races, but not so much like two flying and stuff. And so we started to, I started to get better at it. You know, um, I did I'll admit I put on a little weight between end of summer and then start of season just because we weren't training. I wasn't training much, and so I had to cut that down. And then I had COVID. I want to say start of October, and I realized it till I got towards the end and tested positive stuff, and then. We had our invite in which, you know, I was still dealing with like lung issues and I had to get taken that care of. And then, you know, towards the end of freshman year, I was doing pretty well going, you know, going best speedo times and stuff like mm. that. That's always a win at like a college dual meet, you know, but go to ACC's and, um, you know, go near best times. And it's like, okay, like I can take this as a positive or a negative like it's COVID year. Like a lot of people got screwed. Like I'm not just the only one. Like I need to realize that at least I was able to go to this meet, you know, and be trusted by the coaches to be put on this level. And that, you know, I can work off of this. When we start in August instead of October, like I'm going to have two months of training behind my belt before we get into meets and stuff like that. And so that's kind of my approach afterwards, but like, not even two weeks after I got COVID again
2: mm.
1: and I had to go out for another two weeks. And then I switched groups from, we had, we had lower sprint and upper sprint, which was more upper stream was more aerobic base to help with anyone who did 200, especially for two free years. And I was like, all right, I need to go to a group that has, you know, two flyers and stuff and I can race with them because two fly is going to be my best bet to do really well in college. And so I switched to the mid stroke and it took a while to get back into shape, like a month or so. And I did I was doing well going into the summer. And I was like, all right, like, you know, like let's let me let me think about if I want to stay here or go home. But that was pretty much freshman year. And
2: did
0: you end up staying at Florida yeah. over
1: the summer? I I did because I wanted to see if, you know because we basically did long we did long course pretty much every time except one time we would do short course in the diving well
0: mm-hmm. so
1: like i'm thinking two and a half months of training should help towards you know some fast long course time especially like my that was that was that was the most in shape i've ever been swimming mm-hmm. was towards the end i was like we were doing thirty ones or something like that something long aerobic set and i was like this is easy like he always he was big on heart rates and stuff like that, and he was very my mid my mitch my mitch stroke coach, uh coach coach D- uh, Dan Kessler who's the head coach for Dixie State now. He was very oriented orientated like that with how his practices went. There was always a certain warm up he would like want us to do and stuff like that. It would it would mix it up a little bit, but like. It was pretty detailed to where you need to focus even in warm up. You can't just be mindlessly swimming, and like he was a pretty caring guy. And I was like, okay, if he's you know if he cares about my swimming, my future, I'm gonna stay here. It sucked a little bit because with having a lot of internationals, they all go home, mm-hmm. so it wasn't a whole lot of people there except for the incoming freshmen that came later. And so the summer went pretty well up until the last few weeks where everyone started going home. Because I wanted to go to um, West Nationals in uh, Greensboro. Okay. Um, And most not really anyone qualified for that meet. So most people went home, especially all the freshmen, because one of the freshmen actually tested positive and got everyone COVID traced. So they all went home. And I'm pretty much – I was there by myself um, for the last week or so because my group coach was out doing, like – like, uh, like recruiting and stuff like that, like in Huntsville, Alabama and stuff like that before he came to my meet. So it kind of got to the point where I was like, I'm bored. Like I want to take my break too. So I didn't have the best long course meet. It was, it wasn't the greatest, but it's like, I know how well I can do. Um, I just need to be able to be able to take it to the end of the season and actually have, you know, my focus on what I want to do instead of just, you know, wasting money and showing up to a meet where I don't want to be there. So that was pretty, that was pretty much summer.
2: I got you. So, um, <clears throat> so over the summer, uh, you take a sophomore year, correct, at FSU as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So be- that's 2021, 2022. So you finally, you hit, after all the COVID, you know, so you... Add a little bit of time going in there and then time to the next season. You're back at best times. Just take us how that feels just to get back into it
1: fully. It, it was a good feeling. It was a positive and negative because when I got back from my the nationals meeting in Greenboro, I think it was it wasn't it was two days after that I got a text. My first I went to I was like, you know what? Let's not let's not take a break. Let's get back into it. Because we we know what I'm capable of. You know, I'm about to go to practice and uh, we get a text saying my group coach just took the head position coach at Dixie State. I'm like, well, that's awkward. Like, what am I going to do now? You know, like, so I go show up, you know, he's already gone stuff, you know, like, OK, the head coach is like, maybe you should take a week off at the minimum just to get regrouped. Like your coach just left you with him for the summer. Um, so I do that and I come back like, you know what, let's not put pressure Like, I finally get to the point where I'm at peace with swimming and, like, whatever happens, happens. Like, I know how much effort I can put in, how much, you know, work I can get out of this, but like, let's not put any pressure on what I need to do. I have goal times, but if I don't get them, I'm not going to be hard on myself. And so, the first month of training was really good. And then we get to our inner squad meet and I win the two fly, 100 fly way faster, uh, speedo times. I, you know, hit 149 and then 48. I beat, you know, the guys who beat me last year. I'm like, okay, this definitely got to give me confidence going into next meet. Um, we went to nine girls, nine guys went to this, um, invitational and at FIU with like Pittsburgh and stuff like that. And they took me and I was like, okay, I gotta be a top 10 swimmer on the team now. Like I'm living up to my expectations. You know, I do pretty well. Carry that into Auburn dual meet, go 148, to flying to speed up. And I'm like, all right, like, I got to go fast at invite. Like, this is, you know, putting the work in now. Cause I was, I was 153 last year at Auburn. So I'm a five second difference. Oh, wow. So I'm yes. making improvements and I'm thinking like <clears> I can go 140 low towards the end of the year with a good taper. And I'm hitting, I hit like 48 mid when I fly. And I'm like, all right, like the hundred's not my best vent. So, you know, I hit best time speedo you know that it was a good dual meet and then we had I'm trying to remember if we had we had a meet against I forgot what team it was it was a smaller team where we did off races and um I went in speedo you know speedo best times like two free almost went 139 I'm like you know my best in high school was 144 like like you know I should be able to go 136 and invite easily mm-hmm. um and then sure remember, it was, it was the day before Halloween. I remember I got sick after that. I don't remember what I had, but, oh, I had bronchitis and I was out for, I was out for about a week or so. And I was like, I'm freaking, I was freaking out just because I wanted to go really fast to invite. I want to put myself on the map, you know, to show that like these other guys that I'm coming for them, stuff like that. And I get to the meet and I'm like, if I don't go my best times, I'm not going to be mad. I know why I'm, I'm sick go best times. And I'm like, all right, like, if I go these times, you know, when I'm sick, how fast can I really go at the end of season? And so I took that point as, you know, like I can get faster, mm-hmm. but it was also a point of, it was kind of a negative in the sense that I was like, is this the fastest I'm going to get with FSU? Like they celebrated my times. Like I just want an NCAA title. Like, is this the fastest I want to get with them? And so that kind of went in my head. I'm like, is this what I'm gonna do in the next four years? Do I want minimal improvements, or do I kind of want to be an all-American and stuff? Because going into college, my goal was to either win a team title, a relay title, or an individual title. All I want is one title. You know, that's kind of like what I, you know, I dreamed of, you know, stuff like that since junior year of high school. But that kind of stuck in my head. My motivation started to go down a little bit here and there. I had a good training trip in Boca. Um, you know, I get back, it's really, you know, I had some issues with my sinuses and stuff like that to where they're, I had to stay out a couple practices. They're pretty, they got to the point where they're pretty severe in the sense that when I got to ACC's, I was struggling. My vision started going blurry and stuff. Um, and it what, like, I know I hit my, I hit my exact best time from invite on the time trial and Mm -hmm. but after that i was like that was kind of like the tipping the tipping point of like i'm done with swimming there's no more point like i kind of had a little bit of depression through january december till end of school time and that's kind of and that was you know how like college athletes put a lot of pressure on themselves especially when you get to a certain level that you need to get better you want to do it for now sponsorships and stuff and you know, if you don't do well, like, they'll drop you and stuff. And I'm like, I want to get certain sponsorships to, you know, support me if I get to a certain level. And it kind of got to the point of, like, I don't want this anymore. So, sorry, I kind of continue with your question, but.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Um, So, question, just going back. So, you, you said um, – so, I'm just trying to understand your thought process, I guess, a little bit going into the, going into the next year or whatever. So, you went – if you had the Georgia – Tech Invitational. Yep. You went um, best times, and and you said you're sick,
1: right? Uh, yeah. So I had bronchi- I got bronchitis from Halloween time. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry, I should have stopped. I shouldn't have stopped, but I kept going with no, it.
0: No, 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 no. It's all good. I was gonna say, but you said you still felt like you had a lot, had more, had a lot more left in you.
1: Yeah, it was kind of a positive and negative feel. Where it's yeah, like, I thought I had a lot more because I was sick, mm-hmm. but I also we also rested. And that's kind of where how much rested I need. And I'm like, okay, I dropped 0.1. My two I am, like it was two second drop, but it was also like, I kind of expected that just because my two IM has been needing for a drop and right. I started to work on my other strokes, you know? um, But like, I think there was, I think one race that like stood out was I was on the belay, excuse me, on the four medley relay. And yeah. Yeah. I threw down a 46.3 and I'm -hmm. like, okay, like, that's a good time. Like, let's see if I can go 46 tomorrow. Like I was out 20, I was out the same time I did on the relay at state a couple of years back. And I'm like, like, that's pretty good. And then it didn't transition as well Mm -hmm. into the next day, just because there was so much energy that like prelims, prelims, especially I'll admit prelims in college, the more prelims, the more, less energy there is gotcha. and you can feel it on the pool deck just because if they're long meets. Um, but I was just trying to make, you know, the final and stuff like that just to get to the final. Um, but it felt good to get best time. Cause it's like, okay, I still can go best times, right? but it's like, I know what my expectations of how good I can be. Like right. I, like, I, like, you know, I, I have certain goals to achieve in college and it's like, that's what kind of was the negative point, you know? Yeah,
0: I got you. I guess my question was: You said you felt like you had a lot, like you could get a big time drop for ACCs, but you yeah. also felt like uh, Florida State, like you just kind of had peaked out with them. Was that, um yeah? Go ahead.
1: That's yeah. I had like the peaked out point didn't hit me for a little till like December after train trip and stuff. Gotcha. But, like. Like, I thought I could drop a lot more because I was sick. I think at the time I was just celebrating the small wins of hitting best times. Yeah,
0: that makes like, sense.
1: Because I see a lot of swimmers who go to college and don't hit best times, and yeah. they're not close because for sure, a maybe they don't care as much because they care about academics, their future. Swimming's not a you know in their future after college. But the thing is, for me, is like I would love to see a future with swimming after college. Gotcha. I would love, like, especially with isl starting up and stuff if they were yeah. to get that out like i would love to be on one of those teams you know yeah and that just because it's a fun you know being around all these fast swimmers it's like the best of the best you know facing off in like almost like a dual mat format just because and i know why they did because college dual meets i would in my opinion are more exciting than invites okay because like each race matters to winning that dual meet like it's fun to say like your team upsets some pride <laughs> in a dual meet, even though you probably know you're not going to be in invites or NCs. It's like, uh, that's all right. We beat you because, you know, we put certain swimmers here. It was like strategy, you know? Gotcha. At invite, it's like you have, or ACCs or NCs, you have three races usually you can choose from. Like, at that point, it's either you're going for a relay title or individual title, me, except for unless you're like your Texas cows and stuff like that. Right. I would, like if you're outside of top 10, it's kind of like you're, you know, you have individual goals of scoring uh points and stuff like that. Gotcha.
0: So it was kind of like, uh, at that invite, you were feeling like you could go a lot better cause you're sick. And then yeah. as the time went on and you yep. went to training was, trip, you're like, I think I'm probably peaked out here at Florida state. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just because gotcha. I see, I see like, I see the rankings and I get told the rankings don't matter because you can have a team that's like fifth and drop down to 20th all right. the swimmers don't do well. Right. But it's like, I see our ranking and I'm like, like, did I really make the best decision for me? Just because, you know, I see teams like OSU, Texas, Cal, Florida, they're always producing. And it's like, they're not going away and stuff like that. And it's right. like, it's like, like how, how bad do you really want to be at, you know, an all American, how bad do you want to be at the, because arguably NCAA's is the fastest meet, just because compared to the Olympics, you know you can have people from small countries go, right, 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 and they, and they don't go that fast. But NCAA's you have to qualify for indiv- you know, you right. can't just be from a team. And be like, oh yeah, we'll send one person from our team. You have to go a certain time, like you have to go forty-five-seven 100 fly, which is already really fast. But you're telling me there's thirty guys that are you know fighting for a spot. I mean. 53, there was 11 or 12 guys that went 18. You could have gone 18 You to make a final. Right. Like, like, and that's already dumb quick. So it's like, that's kind of what I want to do. And it's like, I see hardly any of our teammates go score NCs. And it's like, all right, maybe I need to put myself in a different environment that, you know, makes me a lot better. And the times that I want to go, they already know, the coaches already know that they can produce that because I've done it before with other athletes.
0: Gotcha. That
1: was the biggest thing, like knowing that none of, and this is nothing against FSU, but knowing that they can't produce. I haven't seen them produce like one forty two fly, and I know OSU has right. So, like this year, they had two or three guys in the one forty two, one forty one, and it's like, all right, I could if I put myself in that group, they can help me get to the level I want to be at.
0: Right. Yeah, for sure. So at at, um, at what point were you just kind of like, you're really thinking about out transferring?
1: It was probably, it started thinking more and more towards conference. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then once conference hit, it kind of got to the point where I was like, I'm dealing with these issues because I did my time trial and the 2 a.m. 2 a.m. was a struggle just because I was dealing with the same thing. Right, but when I got to the hundred fly, it was a lot worse because when I dove in, um, the first turn I couldn't see the wall Mm -hmm. just because of the issues up here were affecting it a lot. Yeah, and I'm getting it taken care of now just because I realized that Nebraska doctors and stuff are a lot more quicker and, in my opinion, more caring than Florida. So, like, I was like, you know what, I don't want to keep swimming if I can't see the wall and I'm gonna hurt myself. So, so yeah. at that point, I was I uh, went to the ER just to make sure nothing was serious enough where I just couldn't see. Um, but at that point, I told my coach. We talked about it. And I was like, "I'm, I'm going to scratch the two fly. I just I can't I can't do this to hurt my physical health because then if I get hurt and stuff, that'll hurt my mental health. On not even, not wanting to swim even more. Right. I scratched that race, and throughout the meet, I was just. I want to go home. I want to get out, of, you know, I didn't want to think about swimming. It was a long last two days, but I want to go home, you know, back to my apartment and just not think a single thing about either FSU swimming or swimming in general. And that's when I was like a week after I was like, I told uh, my ex-girlfriend, I was like, I told her, or my current girlfriend at the time, I was like, I want to transfer. Like I called my dad up. I'm like, Hey, I want to transfer because, you know, I know what I'm capable of. I just don't think they're going to be able to get me there. And it was tough because, you know, you have these expectations and wanting to bring this team up to a certain level, but it's like, eventually you have to realize you got to do what's best for you because I right. did certain many of you. There's only a certain amount of years you have in college swimming. For and sure. Luckily, luckily my freshman year, we got COVID year, So I still have three years. Gotcha. So so I was like, okay, I'm not going to waste this. You know, I'm going to go find a school that, you know, that can see my interest and see what goals I have at hand. Because after the two flight back backing up a little bit after the two flight time trial, I'm like, this is really what the best I'm going to get. Like, this is, this is awful. And I had that negative mindset. I I didn't flush it out of my system. And the two, I, two, I am happened after that. I I got out of the pool. I was pissed at myself, but then I broke down. I went to my parents. I'm like, don't want to be here anymore. I want to quit swimming. They were like, no, you just need to calm down, reset. Hunter fly is more of a race than who I am. But at that point, it's like, it's so hard to flush out how much pain, you know, how much sacrifice you put in for minimal drops. Right. I would understand I would understand it a little more if I was like a nineteen oh fifty three guy going to college and I hit eighteen eight, right? But a fifty three and B, you're already super really quick. I wasn't at the point of already qualifying for NC's going into college, right? So for sure, after that point, I was like, you know what? Let's. I got back tra- transfer. You know, told my coaches, went to compliance. You know, inter transfer portal and the portal. Excuse me, the portal is really easy just because. You fill out a few things, but then your name's put in within a couple of days. So it's like you can send out emails quickly to the coaches and stuff like that.
0: Gotcha. So until you put your name in the portal portal, it's just like, do you have no idea where you're going?
1: I had some ideas. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I start when I started thinking about transferring, I started thinking about what schools could benefit me mm-hmm. the best and what I could help them with. And I was looking at schools like Louisville and Virginia Tech who produce a lot of flyers recently and understand what's going to take. And then OSU just because produce flyers. I see, I see they take Hunter Armstrong who who is pretty good at West Virginia, but they take him and make him Olympic gold medalist. And I'm like, like, okay, they take a guy who was good, sort of like me in high school and mm-hmm. they make him a gold medalist and now a world record holder. Like, like there's, they they have, they have some formula. That's working. Right. It's not working as much for FSU for me. And so I reach out to them, you know, I go, you want me to keep going?
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is great. For it, for sure. Okay. And
1: I, you know, I reach out to certain schools like that. Um, I get responses, you know, I get on phone calls with like, I start A&M and then Kentucky, just because they had a two flyer who made the A finals last year. And so it was like, okay, they definitely can produce. Um, continue down to OSU was my third or fourth phone call. And the way our interaction had, I was, I was like, it's the most exciting. Like I was so excited. I was so I was like a kid in a candy store when they responded saying, We see what you want, we want to talk to you about a future with us. I'm like, I'm like, yes, like, you know, top 10 school, you know, hopefully in a couple of years, top five. Like, I want to be part of that. Like, something that's already built that's will continue to strive for perfection. Get on a phone call, went really well. Um, Coach Mike was like, we know what you want. You know, you experienced college for the last two years. We see what you want. We definitely can get you to, you know, we definitely see you as, as like this, he said this, like when, we were, when he was recruiting me um, in 2019, Yeah. he kind of saw me as a diamond in the rough in 2020 class. And he's like, we still see you as that okay, there's still confidence in me to, you know, to get to the level that they see me at. So it's like, you want to get a trip, a trip this weekend? I'm like, yes, go down there. Love the campus. Love, love everything about Columbus. It's funny. I miss the cold. I miss wearing parkas all the time. (laughs) I miss indoor pools. You know, um, it was, it was awesome. The athletics, you know, it's like, I've never seen such the department cares so much about their athletes. There was so much, like they had stuff that no other university has. And I'm like, like they definitely, they want, you know, and the coaches, you know, they have a roster limit. They have certain people that they want to come in. It's like, we only want certain people that are willing to strive for perfection. And we see you as one of them, you know, we still do even after a couple of years. And I'm like, you know, talking to the head coach, you know, he was like, you have a lot of potential. You just need to be put in the right, you know, spot. You know, it goes well. Have my meeting with my the head coach. I'm like, you know what? I want to commit here. Like, I want to start focusing on what my future is with you guys. And so after that point, told the coaches, hey, I've committed to Ohio State, and that's when I kind of started having a little more motivation to work towards them.
0: Gotcha so the so you put your name in the portal then it's just crazy just everything starts rolling basically yeah
1: it's 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 fun i started off so like i stay up late that night when i got mm-hmm. 12 in the portal it was like 11 o'clock and i see the email saying hey you're in the portal i'm like let's go i'm gonna send out emails to the schools i'm interested in now just to get my name out show them that i'm interested um and then next day i get responses quicker than i thought you know but obviously being pretty good you know obviously they're probably gonna reach out and stuff and i i see i see like on instagram you know text dm stuff like that follow requests and saying hey can we get a talk with you um it helped i was thankful that some of the coaches helped reach out to other schools um one of the coaches coach carrington reached out to smu saying hey this guy's a good dude like you guys should recruit him but at that point, I'm like, I want to go to a school that's has six, has solid success behind it. I mean, OSU women have won the last three Big Ten championships, mm-hmm. so they're kind of like they're kind of like the queens of the Big Ten right now. Right. And the men's team was third last three or three years ago, something like that in 2019, and then uh, 2021. I don't remember what 2020 was, but. Uh, 2021, they were third, but they were only behind first by 50 points. Mm, so this they're close. Year, yeah, this year, they are like <coughs> 70, but they were, they were in second. So they've beaten out, you know, Michigan, who's kind of been the top for Big Ten the last 30 years. And I see the comparison of IU and, and Ohio State, and IU loses like five fifth years. Mm-hmm. You know, OSU doesn't leave in the fifth years because they tell me the seniors this year are all staying, except for now Hunter, but other than that, we're bringing in good recruits, you know, guys who go 349 long course for and free from Canada. So it's like, all right, like we can win a Big Ten title. And that would – it wouldn't be a tipping point just because I would have a couple of years of eligibility left. But it would be like – it would just be a sign of relief knowing that every, the hard work's paid off if I can be part of the team that wins a Big Ten title, which – w- Ryan, because uh, I before I commit, I talked to Ryan Bubb and obviously he went to OSU, and we were talking about it, and he's like, "Yeah, the last time they won a team title in the Big Ten was the year before I got there," and, it, it for me it was like, okay, he never won it, but it'd be cool for a Nebraska swimmer to win a title, you know, get a ring, you know, it'd be like, I'm a true conference champion, stuff like that, um, but. You know, he helped me out a little bit just because, even though he's working at FAU as assistant right now, he was like, you know, you gotta do its best, and OSU will be a good spot to help you achieve your goals and stuff like that. And so,
0: yeah, where do you where do you think um, that comes from wanting to uh, to win a a team title? Do you think it's because you went to prep and they just they dominated for so long?
1: It's funny. That's a my my dad asked me after I was I transferred to OSU right, announced it and stuff, and he was like, it's like, why let me ask something? Why did you have such high hopes for FSU on winning a conference title and stuff like that? And I'm like, I went to prep. Like all we knew, mm-hmm. all like even though we didn't write down every year, we knew the goal: win a state mm-hmm. title, win a team title, be part of the tradition. You know, they're solid. they solid success with Tom Beck and crane prep swimming, and I was like, like I want to carry that into college, and that's when I kind of, that's when I uh, going back to ACCs. That's why I was like, FSU, unfortunately, will never win a team tile as of right now mm-hmm. because of teams like NC State and stuff. And it's like I'm so used to winning. Mm-hmm. I want to be on a team that's winning again, that's right. like, like truly winning a conference tile, and then carrying that into top four finish, top five, whatever, winning a you know. Fighting with the big dogs and then saying, and then being part of a team that's considered a you know a big dog like a powerhouse, you know. Right. Yeah. I you got ninth this year. Last year they got seventh. I think you know they can probably be top five, top six next year, and then top four bump you know NC State or Florida out. And it's like because at the end of the day, you can have overall your team has a lot better swimmers, but you can only take so many uh, NCs. Right. And if your guys are, if your top group of those guys is better than other teams' guys, then you can be like considerably better and bump one of them out and stuff like that. For sure. Um, I mean, the success for OSU doesn't lie just because a guy who was on book scholarship going into uh, OSU, who's in my class, went from 1550 mile to 1440 and becoming an All American freshman and sophomore year. And now he's made the world's team in the 800 and the mile.
0: Charlie Clark, is yep. that it? Yep. Man, yeah. So that's crazy. It,
1: so, like, this, like success doesn't lie. I mean, there's guys on Canada, you know, stuff like that who are, you know, going to worlds. He won Canadian uh, nationals with a 147, which 147 is no joke. Right. On course. So it's like they know what to do, they know what their success is about. Yeah. How are the, how are the facilities? I, I felt, I felt like a kid at a candy store just because Mm of how nice they were. Yeah. Like the swimming pool was awesome. They have, you know, a nutrition bar and stuff like that where you can fuel up and stuff like that. You know, uh, cold tub. A lot of times if I want to go cold tub, I had to go from the pool to the uh, training room, which about 15, 10, 15 minutes drive. Right just because FSU's pool was off campus Mm. and um, it was also outdoors. So it only had like a locker room and the pool and the diving well. So it's no diss to them, right? It's just, it's now it's going to be so much more convenient. So when I practice, I can go straight to the cold tub and recover and stuff like that. But the weight rooms are so nice. And it's like, and the G or FG, the AD has been there for 17 plus years. Mm -hmm. and he's kind of I've been told he's kind of built up a culture of that there's a standard of what each sport has like if you look at football basketball swimming you know like we all most of the sports rank in like the top 10 top yeah and if there's you know there's a few sports that didn't do as well this year and for example like baseball and they just fire their coach because they have a you know a standard and it's like if you're not know I meeting the standard, you know maybe it's not the best fit for you. That's what. That's why I kind of got the picture when you know how they have the before Ohio State. They kind of mm-hmm. be their own brand. It's kind of like their own standard, you know.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Makes total sense. Yeah. So for our uh, our last little bit, we just like to ask a bunch of fun questions. Um. So I'll start us off. Uh, what's your favorite pool you've ever swam in?
1: Tough one, Texas. That was a nice
2: pool. Gotcha. Uh, was that at juniors?
1: Yep, 2019 or 2018.
2: Yeah. Sorry. All right. Uh, who's the fa- who's your favorite person that you've ever swam with?
1: Ooh, there were a few. There were a few good guys at FSU that were pretty. You mean the, you said a train with right? Uh the that same, pool,
0: warm-up same pool, warm up pool, just like anything.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Um. I would, I, I would say the train with was probably Jacob. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then to like just have fun with, I would say Aiden Hayes who goes to NC State right now. Gotcha. And gotcha. I've noticed a lot of times, you know, some of the top swimmers are kind of like goofballs because, you know, they're not putting pressure on themselves to do well. They know yeah. what they're capable of. And so mm-hmm. I feel like that should be the approach for everyone. Like you should, like you should, no matter what the result is, at the end of the day, you're more than a swimmer. And that's yeah. what kind of the approach you need to take to, like, every meet, you know.
0: For sure. Yep. If you could swim with one person, dead or alive, anyone, I always say this, George Washington, Abe Lincoln, Katy Perry, anyone who you want, <laughs> who you're going with.
1: I would say he's alive, Eddie Hall, because he used to be a professional, or not professional, but he used to be a – pretty good british swimmer okay so gotcha
0: right on favorite yeah. uh meat snack
1: oh man um not that uh the chewy bars
2: i gotcha solid one uh what's your why like why why do you swim what drives you into
1: swimming well i would say just I would say when you put hard work in the results, don't lie. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I was talking to coach Jay at at goal a couple of weeks ago and he's like, you know, you should do D ones. Like it doesn't matter how old you are because at the end of the day, the clock will not lie to you. Mm -hmm. It'll tell you how much work you put in and it will, it will tell you like if you're a success or not, you know? And that's pretty much like how I carry it into other things, you know? the the work you put in is the result you get out of it. And if you don't put much work in it, you're going to see, you know, not much result. And that's what I kind of saw OSU stood out was that these people are trained, you know, um, year round, you know, there's no breaks for them. They only rest when it comes to like the big meets and the results don't lie, you know, year in, year out.
2: Yep. So it's like
1: that mindset that it creates. Mindset, because like, it's not, it's not even so much pressure. It's just, you know, the work you need to get done and you can have fun with it, but you have to get it done somehow. Yep. Gotcha.
0: And, and um, Eddie Hall sounded familiar and I just looked him up. Are you talking about world's strongest man?
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Let's go.
1: (laughs) He, uh, before, so my, the FSU head coach is a British swimmer and Mm -hmm. he kind of knew the story behind him. And basically he was a British like age group champ, like on top of the world. He was going to be like the next next AMPD per se, right? right. right. <laughs> what? But but like and this is, and this is like two hundred pounds like lighter at all. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. but, like uh, he got he got in trouble, and he wasn't the best friend group and stuff. And that's when his swimming career kind of died off, and that's how he gets got into weights because he wanted to put himself first, you know, and not really have distractions like friends who drink and go out all the time instead of just trying to be a successful man. I
0: got you. Yeah. I looked him up. His uh, stats are 6'3", <laughs> or 6'2", 360. So,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> what well, All right. Uh, fun question here. 50-yard uh, free, what, what's Eddie Hall going?
1: <laughs> short course or your long short, course? Short course.
0: Short course yards.
1: I would have to say break, he has to break 30. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. He has to break 30. If he doesn't break 30, it's like – I feel like – I mean, I don't think he weighs he doesn't he doesn't weigh 360 now just because I know yeah. he's done, but like he's probably like 250, 260. He's gotta break 30 because that'd be a that's a good point to like say you're in shape just because of how big you are. For yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh like if
2: you were to give advice to any viewers out there, what what words of wisdom would you give to him?
1: Simple as this, you're more than a swimmer. At, so going to come to an end and when, when it does, you can't be like, what was, what if, or what, if, or no, it's in the past. And the future is the only thing that, you know, isn't ahead of you, obviously besides the present, but you were living in it, you know? Right. Um, yep. But don't like there's pressure can lead to depression and it can lead to, you know, suicide and it can hurt your family and stuff like that. It can hurt everyone around you, and we've seen that in college sports recently with multiple people taking their lives, and they're having good futures. Stanford, you know, Stanford Women's Soccer, who just won a national title a year ago, you know, about to graduate, two months before, you know, stuff like that, Wisconsin, cross-country, you know, runner, you know, all, like, it's funny, all these power five, you know, athletes who have futures either in the sport or – they set up their future, you know, through the classroom, stuff like that. And all of a sudden it's gone just because they put so much pressure on themselves to do so much success. And it's like, that's why I kind of had the mindset of going to college. And that's why I think kind of broke me. Cause it's like, I need to hit this. I need to hit that by each year. And when I wasn't hitting it, it kind of put, it put even more pressure, but it made the sport worse just because I needed to achieve the school now. It was like yep. now, 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 instead of enjoying the process, because if you enjoy the process, the results going to be a lot more fun too.
0: Yeah, I got you for sure. What's uh, what's next for the summer? You entered any meets or you just training?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm probably going to do a few meets. I don't want to do too much to where, the, you know, get burnt out or anything, but I want to do a few meets where I'm at, stuff like that. But I'm going to be training through just to get ready for, um, you know, the fall for OSU, but um, I'm thankful for OSU in the sense that they let me come home because they, at first they wanted me to come out and start training, but I kind of need a reset with my, the mental side of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful to the coach and stuff for giving me opportunity, letting me come home so that I can become a better person for the team. And that when my swimming is fully back on track, then, you know, I'll be a good swimmer for OSU, hopefully leading to, you know, More Big Ten titles, team titles, stuff like that. Honorable Mention, Making NCs, All-Americans, hopefully NCAA titles one day, you know, stuff like that.
0: For sure. I got you. You got anything else for us, Rush?
2: I think that's a wrap.
1: Appreciate everybody. Oh, yeah. Yes,
0: that is episode 10.
1: Rush Clark, thanks for joining us sir